ba ba dan 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 Y'all should be pleased to know that I fixed my Audacity storage problems. I now have 618 hours of remaining disk space for recording. Hell yeah. I have 1,186 hours and 41 minutes remaining for disk space recording. I have a pretty pretty big schlong, Luke. You've been schlinging that schlong around? I've been schlinging that schlong around. Have you ever thought of uh, reduction surgery? I don't know. I don't know how much disk space I have on my computer. Actually, no. Um, I don't have big boobs, as Nicki Minaj would say, big boobs. I don't. I have was, them. I was talking about for your penis. Oh, Ooh. yeah, that too. No, yeah. it's great as is. She's perfect. Why would I ruin yeah, her? That's very true. Yeah, yeah. I also call. I'm not going to say this on the podcast. <laughs> My penis Raven, is she her. Raven can drop their dick down onto the seat of their <laughs> chair and have it spiral like a turd and leave it as a seat for them to sit on. <laughs> Oh man! I just came out the gate. Luke has seen that. I'm gonna say on him shit this time. This is this is our fucking this is our fucking sixth season. We're just going unhinged. Well, if y'all listen to the talk back, you would know that um, Luke talked about heartfelt moments. He didn't at his wedding. He did not mention that I actually did that several times there. Um, it's true. Yeah. It's true. That was my gift. It was, it was actually to... kind of crazy because like they would just unzip their pants and then just like their dick would flop out onto the floor and everybody like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And then like they would spiral it up into his cushion. And we're like, "Oh, okay, that makes that makes sense. Yeah, that totally oh, makes, makes sense. sense. It makes sense. It's appropriate again. It's appropriate again." Hey, if you want some good dick content in your life, you need to watch episode one of Gen Five, the new boys spinoff. Mm. It's. I think it's just. It called, I think it's supposed to be called Gen V. And can I say this? We started is recording it? and we never said so, yeah. what numbers we were. What numbers are we? Who's doing what numbers? Oh, that's I'll a great num- ass point. I think we should I'll just, do number. One. You know, sometimes well, I think we should just go into it. You know, sometimes when I um <laughs> when I'm when I'm on the toilet, I'll look down at my uh at my little crotch area, and I'll see my little guy <laughs> just sitting there, and I'll be like, hello. And welcome. My name is Thorin's little guy. <laughs> my name is Thorin. My name is looking at my crotch. And this is Modular. The podcast where we take you through the modules written by Wizards of the Coast for the fifth edition of Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> That's right, Thorin. These are the pre-written stories made up by the folks who made up D&D. We didn't write them, but we're here to run them for you. And why would we do that? Well, Thorin, maybe you're a DM who is thinking about running a particular campaign and you want to get a feel for how it plays out. Maybe you're a player who's already been in this particular campaign and you want to reminisce on the good old days. Maybe you didn't know that when Thorin was 11 years old, he and I were playing (laughs) in the yard of my house and he was swinging. We were were both swinging rebarb around, using it as like weapons and pretending to fight with it. But I like held my hand up and he like slashed me across the hand with this rusty rebarb. And I was like, I wasn't really freaking out. I mean, it hurt a little bit. I was like, ah, that hurt, that hurt, that hurt. You know, I was doing that thing where you kind of rub and you're like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And it was Mm -hmm. bleeding. It was bleeding for sure. Like it it left a, but I wasn't like freaking out until Thorne goes, oh man, that's really rusty. You're probably going to get lockjaw. (laughs) 
And I said, what the fuck is lockjaw? And he said, oh, dude, like, your, your jaw is going to seize up and you're going to have to eat through a tube for the rest of your life. And I was like, fuck. And I ran into the house, freaking out. And uh, anyway, that's a story from our childhood. I do remember that. I thought you were going to make up something again, but I do remember that happening. Because I also remember picking up that this was like when Brawl came out. And I remember picking up that one thing and trying to like swing it around with one arm and you're like, you're not Ike. Exactly. Because uh, you weren't Ike. Anyway, maybe that is a thing that happened. But y'all should be warned. Each of our episodes will take on a part of these pre-written adventures. That means there are major spoilers for the key plot points of each story that we are running. And right now we are running Divine Contention. So if you don't want any spoilers, get the heck out of Dodge now! And there is one more warning we have to offer them. That's right, Thorns, little guy. Modular is not a podcast for children. It contains explicit language as well as adult themes like sex, alcohol, drug use, violence, and holding a two-armed sword in one arm. So please be aware of these not-so-kid-friendly themes. Now, without further ado, welcome to Modular. And our first episode of Divine contention it's a modular pod it's a modular pod little dnd for you and me oh yeah damn got a wireless mouse okay flex on yeah. us why okay don't you? okay elon musk okay okay elon musk Mr. with Tech. the wireless mouse um well you you about to you about to do some coding there Zuck? yeah zucky b zucky b we have the next uh, this is not i do not have the right kind of computer to do coding on <laughs> yeah so. you're right uh-huh sure his sure computer you can barely handle and the podcast Bill Gates started microsoft in a garage <laughs> with a box of scraps yeah back in like 3000 bc okay <laughs> when computers were like two rocks and a twig yeah <laughs> yeah uh Okay, Raven, you said you have hey. a question to sink us oh, out. Oh, yeah, I thought of this the other day. We'll, okay, we'll start with Luke. Luke, what was your favorite Saturday morning or Sunday morning cartoon? Your favorite work weekend morning? Teen Titans. Teen Titans, okay, dope. Actually, I don't know if it came on on Saturday mornings. I think Teen Titans was a Thursday night thing. I, so I feel like... probably... I feel like Saturday morning cartoon can be more of like a colloquial, like yeah, just like a, what, what, just a cartoon, okay, like your favorite it, cartoon right. from your childhood. Yeah. Then, then it's objectively, definitely Teen Titans. Okay, fair, fair, fair. All right, Thorin, what was your favorite cartoon from your childhood? My favorite cartoon from my childhood was definitely The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Oh, nice, 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 nice. I fucking love that show. I wish I still had HBO Max so I could go back and watch it, but I. I uh, don't want to pay for that anymore. So it's expensive. All these streaming services. You need a like a pension or something to afford them. And also now I have I would YouTube give you, premium I would, for the same price. So I would give you mine, but I do think I've reached the limit on I've got five other peop other houses on my <laughs> HBO Max. Maybe maybe I can ask Holly. I'll ask Holly. Holly Luke? uses my Hulu. I I doubt she would mind me using her HBO. Yeah. So yeah, I, I quit paying for Hulu because Hulu kept jacking up the price. Um, hey, speaking see, I of feel like jacking mine's up been the price, what 
for like since I started. What's what's your favorite cartoon, Raven? My favorite weekend cartoon was uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender, and then when Korra yeah. started coming out, I watched Korra on the weekends when it would air in the mornings. Yeah, hell yeah, both solid. I people hate on Legend of Korra and they don't like it as much as Avatar: The Last. I'm Airbender. one of those people. They're different. See, I really like. They're I different really like series. Legend of Korra. They're different series, and I think Korra is a fantastic avatar. Is it just because I think Korra's hot? Yes. <laughs> no, it is. silly. It is partially I do me. like it. She's uh, hot. Have you guys... I haven't seen it yet, but have you guys seen the trailer for the new live-action avatar? Mm-hmm. I did see this. I've seen this. I've heard about this. It doesn't Does it look, look good? It I doesn't seen look it yet, as so. bad as the other one was. If that's yeah, any oh, consolation. Oh, it definitely looks a lot better than the looks M. Night Shyamalan. Better. looks a lot better. That being said... I'm not going to hold my breath. Oh, no. I think it's. I think this is one of those series where I would prefer if they wouldn't. If they would just leave the original bit alone. I don't mind having additional new animated series tacked on because I think there's a lot of lore to explore. I just. Well, they are doing that. They are doing that. They could just focus on that. I don't think there's any need to revisit what's past. Yeah, I don't. It's done. I don't really get the whole it's revisiting, done. like revisiting animated things as live action. Like, like when Disney started doing it. Right. I don't know. I just don't really. Let get me say it. this: uh, as a proponent of the One Piece series, One Piece is one of the least accessible anime out there, but it's really fucking good. But there are too many episodes for like a mainstream audience to ever get into. So I do like the fact that they're doing it live right. action. But that being said, Avatar does not suffer from that. No. Cowboy Bebop did definitely didn't suffer from that. Cowboy Bebop's so fucking short. Um, it, it's just, I think there's a, when you can bring a new thing to it, and then I think One Piece is like vain, it's, it's much more condensed and, and just a little bit more compact. Mm-hmm. If you can bring something new and artistic exactly. and different about it, to it, I fuck with it hard, but I don't think that Avatar's no. missing anything that a live action version is going to bring no. to us. No. Can, okay, like, can we just like, sorry for interrupting, can we just, can I just rant about these live, the live action Disney remakes really quick? Take a quick... Oh, oh, the movies? For yeah. The, yeah. Of the classic movies? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's just like milk no, and it's for like milk they're, and sake. They're utter dog shit. They're all pretty bad. Like, the one that I think I liked the most was the Jungle Book. The Jungle Book was actually pretty good. That was the only one. But I've seen all of the other ones, aside from The Little Mermaid, and they just weren't necessary whatsoever. And there's also my beef. They take a movie that is geared... that They're obviously trying to retool it to more adult audiences and sell on that like whole nostalgia porn or whatever. But they take a movie that is made for children. It is still marketed towards children. Like children are going to see it and they make it almost two and a half hours long. That is not yeah. like, that is it's, not an, for a child's attention span. The other thing about the whole, like they're, they're like, Oh, we're marketing it for an older audience. It's like, bro, the classic Disney movies hold up for older audiences. Yeah, no, I'll they fucking watch do. Hercules any goddamn day. You put Mulan right. on, I'm fucking there, bro. Oh, I'm like, not complaining. Don't... Yeah, exactly. And also, why Shut the, the fuck, fuck up. So why the fuck did they were like, oh, we didn't include the songs or Mushu in Milan because we wanted it to be more realistic. But then you have this woman who turns into a fucking phoenix? Yeah. That it's doesn't bullshit. make any sense. I think my biggest critique no, so dumb. of so dumb. The Little Mermaid was the fact that it was just so devoid of like vibrancy and color. And it was like, 
Yeah. It looks sad and gray, and people are like, well, it's supposed to be realistic. And I'm like, I don't really care. There's a mermaid. Yeah, real life there's isn't a mermaid. fucking sad mermaid and gray. There's a mermaid. The mermaid there's a mermaid. movie is supposed to be realistic. Like, shut the fuck it, There's a mermaid involved. <laughs> yeah. Just make it colorful. But like, real Amen. life is vibrant. Like, exactly. especially under the sea like in a coral reef have you ever seen those nature documentaries there's so much fucking color there's colors we don't right. have on land down there like right. Yeah. right it doesn't make any fucking sense hey, you know what else is vibrant the land of Faerun. i just want to say one more time i watched the live action lion king i was really drunk when i watched it i got to the very end when he was fighting scar and i was like this movie sucks and then i watched the animated one Nice. That's fair. And that's it. That's, nice. that's all I'm going to say on that. So are, okay. we, are we returning to Faerun? Yeah, let's I think go to Faerun. I think we're paint in Faerun. Are, are we ready? Paint me a picture, to... Michelangelo. Paint you a picture? You want me to paint you a picture? I do want you to paint me a picture. You want me to paint you a picture real quick? <laughs> yeah. Here's the picture. I'm passing my brushes, bro. I'm putting my brushes in the hand of Raven Walker. Oh, fuck. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Hold on, what? <laughs> hold the fucking phone. Hold, hold on, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is the secret of is the secret surprise <laughs> of this season is that you're not DMing Raven is and you're playing yeah. Inverna? Ding 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 ding, 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 ding! Oh my fucking we god! We have a winner. We have a winner. We have a winner. And we don't really Holy have anything to give shit. you. So, wow. Yeah, I'm. I'm yeah. That's so, that shocked that shocked the hell yeah. out of me. That was a live reaction, guys. I did not know that. It's speaking of yet yeah, something new and different to bring to the art form. Here we fucking go. Um Okay, so so and I believe that we said this in our talk back, but I'm also new to DMing, so this is gonna be a fun journey for all of us. Now are we ready? I think I missed that part. Yeah. Yeah, you did. You left. We talked about it after you left. So, oh. so it was. So it's not, it was, it's yeah, only yeah. new once, to me. Once, yeah, is what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. The, oh, the, the audience the knew audience this was coming. Knows. The audience knew this was coming. But you don't. Yeah. So. Yeah. How's, how do you, you feel, do. Thorin? I yeah. feel great. Feel like it's really punked? funny to me because I was texting Luke the other day about this season. He was like, "Yeah, I can't really. It's going to be really hard to DM for me." <laughs> Way to get around. Yeah. That. Okay. And I also told you I was like, "I'm going to surprise you with something you will never see coming," and I we did it. Damn, you really did. You really got me. Yeah. All right, so are we ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Paint, right. paint us a picture. Paint uh, you a picture. Margaret Atwood. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not Margaret Atwood. <laughs> Bradley, you find yourself stumbling towards a familiar location, the Wayside Inn. You're beaten, haggard, and afraid, frankly, of... What could come next? And you were tired. Exhausted. And Can I um, ask how long it's been since uh what's his name since Snow Scred beat the shit out of me? Like this is this is the events like at, this is right after he is. Oh, this is the right shit after. Out. That's how I'm So I mean it would Yeah, the distance that I know in my head, having DM the last season, it's it's probably been like two days. Yeah. Okay. So you were you were you look pretty rough. Um, and I, I was so Nobbone rested me back to health, gave me a little kiss on the forehead and said, go get him. Yeah, go, on, go, go. go and get him, Tiger. Go and get him, champ. Um, you are on, you're on the way to the Wayside Inn. 
And you know, uh, I was thinking of this before, the like really sad music that plays when the characters in Charlie Brown are sad. Like the <laughs> That's what's playing as you like walk back to the wayside inn. Um you're actually not that far from the inn. You're approaching uh its facade when you trip over a rock uh that's in the the trail and you you fall over, you kind of drop things everywhere. It's really embarrassing, but there's not anyone around immediately to look at you. But the ground feels nice. And you are so, so, so tired. And I don't know if any of if this big mouth is so fucking stupid, but the depression monster, when you just want to go to sleep and like lay down and nothing matters. And you're Bella Swan sitting in her chair and the months are passing by. You don't care anymore. And you're just there to lay on the ground and get some rest while you can. Oh, you mean like me after eating breakfast? Just yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so you don't really have many memories of that whole process. You're just out like a light, so to speak. You don't hear Marticia run up to you. Bradley, Bradley, please. You're such an idiot. And she's shaking you around violently, uh, smacking you across the face, trying to get you to wake up when the stranger walks over and helps carry you into the inn. Her and this man get you inside, lay you down, and make sure that you're safe. So you don't remember any of this, but when you wake up, you are back in those familiar surroundings. The Wayside Inn. There's a glass of water to your right. You've been taken care of, at least to the best of their abilities but you do know that you are safe where you are for right now. Where the fuck am I? Hello? Is anyone there? And before you hear anyone call out to you, we are going to cut to a Mrs. Inerva, uh, shit. Uh, Mrs. Inverna Nightbreeze. Is, is it Mrs.? Out... Is Inverna married now? <laughs> no, I'm just saying Mrs. <laughs> I wish I was married to her. She's hot as fuck. That's she my wife, actually. <laughs> She's so hot. Um, we have Inverna standing in front of the Wayside Inn. Um, you don't know that she's there. You don't have any idea. But Inverna does have tips and leads that suggest that this might be a good place to start looking for a certain Mr. Copper. So, Inverna? I think... Uh... I think Inverna Mysteries would. Copper. Mistress, yeah, Mistress hop. Copper. Inverna would hop off of her horse, um, pat the horse on the butt as she kind of walks it into the stable. It's you know it's it's winter now. We're we're fully mm -hmm. in what is essentially December, and she looks very similar to how Bradley last saw her. She has her Dragon Slayer longsword on her back. She's in her plate mail. She has a, a, a new addition of a, a blue and white poncho kind of draped over her side to help keep her warm. Her, her dad's hat still sits on her head. And she walks into the Wayside Inn. I think it's probably packed as it normally is now. Mm -hmm. And Especially... she stomps her boots, lets, lets the snow settle um, at the door um, and walk in and, and look for Marticia. And I think especially with the winter times, there's a certain air of closeness in the Wayside Inn. There's a fire going, you smell delicious food cooking. feels very at home here. Um, 
and you see a very good looking person behind the bar working um you could probably assume that this is marticia uh who you had been and verna has met marticia oh she has yes yes um because she helped rescue uh, marticia when they were held hostage uh from the talos cultists that's right um so i think yeah, that's adverna's going to stride over yeah she would stride right um, up to, to her. the bar take off her hat dust the snow off set it back on her head and say uh marticia i'm not sure if you remember me um inverna nightbreeze I, I traveled with bradley uh, about a month ago oh that feels like that feels like ages have passed since then um but yes i i do recall you I'm, I'm actually looking for Bradley. Uh, by the, the place looks great, a lot better than when you were gagged and beat downstairs. <sighs> oh, we we worked really hard to get uh to get this place running. Um, you know, I know Bradley's brother was helping out, right? Sly was. Yeah, Sly's been around. Um, he's he's off right now. Uh, trying to help his brother out, but um, he he's been a tremendous help to us here in getting things going. So have you have you seen Bradley? I'm looking for him. Told, I was told he he head up this way, but I I don't know quite where. You're you're just in luck. He he just stumbled in. He's he knows how to get himself into stuff. Um, uh, yeah, you're right about that. Um, he's upstairs. Uh, I left him resting. And can I can I see him? Absolutely. Um, and I'm sure she would join you and proceeding upstairs to show you where Bradley is sleeping. Um, Bradley, you hear the pair of footsteps heading upstairs, the, the creaking and you had just called out to, to people um, to see if anyone would come. You see the doorknob turns ever so slightly. Um, Marticia might assume that you're still sleeping and the door opens and you see not one, but two very familiar faces. Um, one that you have not seen in a little bit of time, though. As as soon as I see Inverna, I'm going to try to stand up. Am I am I in good condition to stand up, or is this kind of like a like a oh, and I have to sit back down kind of situation? I mean, I feel like you would struggle. You've you've had a rough go. You've had a rough go, and you're kind of like a. I'm- a skinny guy so yeah i'm definitely gonna i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna stand up it's gonna take me like 45 seconds but i'm gonna stand up and i'm just gonna make my way kind of like yeah stumbling and almost falling into inverna and i'm just gonna embrace her it's one of those awkward situations with an older guy you don't know if you're supposed to help them up or out of respect let them do it themselves <laughs> so everyone's just like i'm not gonna um i think inverna would have been really nervous to see bradley um Mm -hmm. she abandoned him Mm -hmm. and to have him stumble into a hug she would scoop him up with my 18 strength (laughs) and hold hold him tight and just let out a quiet sob and say uh i'm i'm here pal i'm I'm sorry i'm i'm sorry i wasn't with you 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 look like hell Bradley looks like a beaten twink. <laughs> Sorry, I failed you. What? She I... she would 
pull him back a little bit so that she can look at him. I what do you, I had her right you, there. Uh, I had her right there. And I was gonna kill her, but then she. What? Who, what? You talking? You talking about Farla? Yes. Bradley, was that right was an illusion. I thought I could take her. I thought I could take it with my own two hands, and I was like, "This." That is was an illusion. We. Are you? Ta- you saw a Farley since we last saw her. Yes, I saw her in the flesh, and she knocked You're me out. You're still standing, and she, she killed Selena. But no, she killed her. She, she smashed her. She killed. And Verna and is going to pull I Bradley. My lawn. And Verna pulls him in and hugs him tight. Marticia sees that you are both having a very close, intimate moment and just waves a little bit at Inverna and is like, you hear the door, it creaks so loud. There's, it, it's the loud, it, you, we could really use some WD 40 in here. And she shuts the door and walks away. <laughs> Um, um, I think that Inverna would probably just guide Bradley back to the bed and sit him down and sit next to him and just let him cry on her shoulder and just listen to him talk about what happened to Scylla. I told her not to come, I did. Bradley... That- that's just as much my fault as yours. I shouldn't have left you. She wouldn't. Have, she was trying to back you up, wasn't she? She was. That yeah, should have been me. God. God damn it. And then I've been Fucked scared. Up. I've been scared this whole time, and not for my own life, but for the lives of everyone else who I care for. Bradley, buddy, I'm. I'm right there with you. And uh, I've not put a them into day's such gone grave by. Danger. What? The Ebon Death is coming. No... The Ebon Death has taken over the... That that bronze dragon Ebendeth... we saw? Yes. Lamaruntos. She's possessed by a, a Dracolich. She's coming. She's going to attack Leilon and everyone I know and love is going to die. She already attacked only solace is that I have sent... Is that I've sent my brother back to Neverwinter. But... It's all my well, fault. he's safe then. He's safe. No, 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 it ain't your fault. Bradley, how are you going to put that on you? A fucking dragon ghost uh, uh, possessed another dragon? That ain't on you, buddy. And we we drove her off. The militia that... But for how long? Sounds like you... For now, but for how long? She's going to come back. She's going to come back more powerful with an army of fucking undead. And we still have to stop Talos. And I, I, I don't, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can do this. I've lost too many people, Inverna. I thought I lost you, and that was just the beginning of it. I took to the bottle, and and it, 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 it. it I tried to bury my mind, but I couldn't. Every death, every, every person leaving, everyone I killed, I still see their faces, and I see them in their last moments before they left me, Inverna. And uh, Inverna is going to grab Bradley's hands and put them down by her side and squeeze them. Bradley, you ain't supposed to forget their faces. All right, those faces are the things that push us forward. Okay? 
And it was my daddy's face that was anymore. making me. Bradley, the when the day comes that you choose to retire, I will walk out into the sunset with you, buddy. We can we can do whatever you think is best. We could start a we could start a fucking tavern where you can play every night and I'll be the bouncer and we could work here with Marticia. We we can do anything, but let I would me love tell to you work here with her. And you and my brother. Listen. You know what I know, okay? That dragon ain't stopping until we fucking stop it. Okay? Consider it one last job. You're right. And listen, I'd give my left fucking arm to have it be anybody else other than us, other than you, Bradley. You do not. And she she pulls you in. She puts her forehead to your forehead. It does not need to be you, and yet it has to be. I wish, I wish it could be anybody else. But if if the gods put you on Earth to do one thing, it's going to be to save that fucking town. What's Earth? Okay. <laughs> Toril. <laughs> the planet. If if the gods put you on the planet, Earth with a lowercase e. <laughs> the Earth. The dirt. <laughs> the Earth, as in what you can the hold. <laughs> The terror. Earth is in the ground. I wish, I wish badly it wasn't you, pal, but it is. All right, let's rest up. Let's resupply here. Let's get our asses down to Leylon, okay? Okay. I shouldn't have left you. I'm sorry. I can't tell you sorry enough, okay? I really is, am. Is Marticia still around? Yeah, she probably is just waiting awkwardly outside the door. I, I would like to see her if that's okay. You, I think you should. Absolutely, yeah. You hear the door awkwardly as if she was listening in on the entire conversation. <laughs> it creaks it creak yeah. It creaks open just as loudly as it closed, and Marticia is standing on the other side. Um I I don't want to intrude. And, and Verna will and, and Verna's gonna stand up and walk out. I I'll I'll be downstairs, buddy. Okay. And and Make sure you make yourself at home while you're here, Inverna. That's Marticia saying that to you. As you walk away. <laughs> Thumbs up. Marticia, okay. I do not know what to say. Thank you for saving me once again. Bradley, the, the saving, it can't keep happening. You can only be saved so many times. It's... Every time you do this, you're putting yourself in danger, and I know you have to do what's best for Leylon. I know you do. I don't want to. I truly don't. I I want to stay here. I want to stay here with you. I want to have a tavern. I want to start a family, but... Marticia gently grabs your chin. Maybe both things can be possible. I fear that they're not. Bradley, you have a lot going for you. And a lot of people trust you, believe in you. I do. I know your brother does, Sly and Verna. The citizens of Leylon, we... 
I believe in you. Morticia, I... I'm going to grab her face and I'm going to gently kiss her forehead. And I'm going to say, don't wait for me. I don't see an end to this other than my death. And I don't want it to break your heart. Bradley, I've been waiting. You can't just expect me to stop. You'll be okay. It will be okay. All right. Now y'all both get rest. Can't have too sleepy, hungry, tired. No, I, I, I have to go back to Leilon now. I'm not... I'm not tired. I, I'm... I'm ready to go. I'm ready to... to end this. Well, don't end it alone. Know that you have help. I won't. And Marticia returns the kiss on Bradley's forehead and lingers. I'm, I'm going to also kiss her on the mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all can kiss on the mouth too. <laughs> Teehee. Teehee. Unless. No, I'm just kidding. Y'all can... <laughs> <laughs> what if we, what if I was an injured half elf and you were a really hot um, barmaid and we kiss. Teehee. Tee- Unless. Unless. <laughs> <laughs> um, Y'all, sh- y'all have a very tender exchange. Um, and Bradley, you're probably quite emotionally raw right now, I would imagine. You have reunited with a good old friend who has given you a really passionate, emotional talk. You're, oh, for sure. Your lady girlfriend is Are you trying to say that you. me Morticia bang? I mean... Yeah, y'all could no, bang. We definitely, we definitely, you probably sure. would bang. I mean, think about yeah. this. G- gently, gently. gently. <laughs> Very gently. Yeah, you have to gently bang because I think yeah. a really hard bang right now would hurt Bradley, not only physically, but yeah. emotionally. It's true. He yeah. needs to be he needs to be tenderly bunged. <laughs> yeah. I love that past tense of, of banged. And there's definitely there's yes. definitely a lot of uh Bradley being the little spoon afterwards. Ah, a tenderly bung. Yes. Don't you just love it when your partner tenderly bungs you when you wake up in the morning? Hmm. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. Well, you have uh, said your farewells to Marticia. You feel the urgency to head back to Leylon to get back to the people that so readily believe in you and think that you can fix this problem, Bradley. But this time you do have Inverna by your side. And like many other times, you've had a friend helping you along the way. So while there is this overwhelming, depressing feeling, I like to think maybe there is that small sliver of hope that you know that these people believe in you. So you're traveling back to Leylon are there any conversations that you would like to catch up on along the way? Perhaps Inverna could share more about her adventures in her time in the last month. <laughs> yeah, I, uh... I'm just going to be kind of quiet, I think. Well, Bradley doesn't have a horse for one, yeah. so the two of them... Yeah, they I think, don't. honestly, Inverna probably would have ridden Seagull. 
um, yeah. to go get him. So so now we're on Seagull, um, and, and Inverna's probably sitting, sitting. Bradley's sitting, bitch. Bradley's yeah, sitting yeah, for sure. in the front, and and Inverna's behind. Um, I uh, I can't say it enough. I'm, I'm just sorry I left you. I, I was I, I was worried that my rage, my anger towards this fucking Talos cult was only going to get us both killed. You know, I. I it, it took some some hard time alone over the past what five weeks now to to kind of realize the error of my ways. Um, but I mean, there's bad shit happening everywhere, and I, I couldn't do a damn thing to help anybody. You know, I, I mean, and she kind of turns so that you can see her the side of her face you see a new scar is on the left side of Inverna's face there was this this fucking green dragon young green dragon I, I ran it off from some folks some from some druids uh out there um well southeast of here kind of near the Carnath Roadhouse uh some dragon named Venom Fang but it, it's gone now I didn't kill it uh, and there's Talks of a vampire in Wamford, couldn't find it. Talks of fire giants near Westbridge, couldn't find them. I mean, I, I was just as useless as a poopy flavored lollipop out there, Bradley. It's I, I met folks, uh, I met good people, but everywhere I went, it was like it's not where I was needed, and all roads led me back to Leylon. Everywhere I'd go, it was, you know, why are you traveling alone? It, it, people were confused about, you know, adventurers are supposed to have friends, right? Uh, and I was always alone. I met those druids I saved uh, out in Keldale. They talked to me a lot about the natural way of things, how you got to find balance in all things like nature does with the seasons and all and I didn't quite feel balanced without you, I guess. Um, uh, you're the only family I've got. You're the only friend I've got. Uh, I thought about you every day, but um, I should have been there for Scylla. I should have been there for you. People told me, though, you're doing pretty good, all things considered. Folks in Leylon Point, they're safe and sound because of you and that uh that tarbin. Um, I heard I heard you uh, even killed a dragon with your cousin. I mean, if you're if you're meeting up with the dragon slayers, surely you can handle this fucking Ebon Death. It is a badass name, though. I'll give him that. Fucker. Huh. Ah. Uh, uh, I wish I I had something better than this, but um, I, I did. I did. Uh, well, I uh, I got this for you, and um, and Verna's just gonna pull out of her pouch um, a little pressed flower or a little bundle of flowers that are pressed some autumn cross um 
that are now dried and just in between these kind of sheets of like bakery paper. And she says, um, I, I know it's kind of a girly gift, um, but I think it's kind of what we talked about, right? You, you don't want to be living this life forever. And, um, the life you're leading now is, is, is hard. And everybody expects you to be a hero. Everybody expects you to be the, the hero, Bradley Copper. I, I just, I figured I'd pick these for them, press them for you, um, to remind you it's okay to be delicate. It's okay to be kind-hearted and sweet and sensitive. And she just passes it to you. Thank you. I really do. I think she'd wrap, she would wrap her arms around him as they're riding and just give him a big squeeze. I don't have anything to say. I don't have anything to say. Well, with that touching moment, I imagine that it feels like both of you have reunited with a pretty critical, important missing part of yourself. So all of those feelings of when you haven't seen one of your best friends in a very long time and you're just happy to be with them. Um, it's almost euphoric in a sense, just to have that sense, that closeness with your friend. And as you proceed on towards Leylon, you make it back. There's no hitches along the way. Um, it's cold, very, very cold. Y'all are cuddled up next to each other on the horse on seagull um as you travel back and make it without any issue so bradley you are back home in leylon and reunited with your best friend there are people to see things to do um before you embark on your next journey um so as you get back into leylon your friend marigold the priest is almost on the lookout. And as he sees you stroll back into town atop Seagull, what does Seagull look like? Remind me. Does Seagull have a description? Have we described Seagull? We've never described Seagull. Let's, I let's like describe to imagine Seagull. Seagull as, you know, the uh, girl horse in spirit, Stallion of the West. <laughs> you mean the hot horse with like eyelashes? Yeah, like with the the brown and white spotted horse. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I imagine Seagull looks. Okay, like. nice, nice. So Seagull's a hot horse. Yeah. Um, oh, for sure. <laughs> okay. Seagull's definitely Seagull fucks. Okay. Se Seagull fucks. Um, so as you dismount from Seagull, um, and get her, him, they. Squared away. Him, I, I think I think Seagull's a male Seagull horse. Him, <laughs> Seagull's pronouns. Don't want to get too hung up on that. Um, you get. Seagull. I don't think Seagull's going to be offended if you <laughs> if I misgender them. Misgender it. Yeah. Misgender that horse. Yeah. You know, I did used to be a horse girl, so it's kind of actually important for me to get those <laughs> kind of things right. Those details are important. Um. So you dismount Seagull. Get them squared. I mean, I'm like actively saying them. Uh, get get him squared away. Um, and Marigold, 
who has been on the lookout, runs towards you. Bradley, it's, it's good to have you back in town. And a, a massive hand pats Inverna on the back. And thank you for making sure that he had a safe and good return back to Leylon. We don't know what we would ha- do without Mr. Copper. It's good to be back, Marigold. I mean, I didn't do much. I, I went to where I figured he'd be, you know, where his where his sweetie was at. And I kind of give Bradley a playful shove. And then he starts to tilt a little bit. And I grab him like, whoa, don't, don't fucking eat it. <laughs> don't undersell yourself now. You you helped us in getting good Bradley back here. Um I, I hate to bring business on to you so soon, but... Um, we, we figured. I <laughs> oh, figured it was coming. I will tell you, we've yet to hear anything from uh, from Sly. Um, I know that he's set to be in Neverwinter, and we're still waiting on additional word about the reinforcements. I did want to up you, update Wait, you. Wait, Bradley, this. you sent Sly on a mission? I did. I, well, I was sending him to Neverwinter, and I... I decided while he was there, he might as well talk to people and get uh, peop- get get like an army to come down here and help protect against uh, the dragon and the cult and everything going on. Okay, all right, I, I see you. That's awesome. Good for him. And he's really grown. He's a strapping, fine young man. That sly. <laughs> Okay, Marigold. <laughs> okay, that's my little brother. You're both fine young men. What do you want me to say? I have eyes just like the next guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was not expecting horny Marigold. In this, uh... I also hate it because Damn, Raven, are you going to make everyone horny? I don't have an issue with that, Ma- but I just got to know. I feel like I sound like Clark Maddox. <laughs> It's oh my god! It's true. It's true. I, I can't. I like you said deep, slow voice, and I'm like, Watoga. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Um, oh man, that's funny. Um, that's funny. Yeah. Um, what if what if Clark was one of our biggest fans, and now we just turned him <laughs> off? He's like, well, fuck these guys. There's not enough talking about the trajectory of the college. Ricotton uh, Mather. The Puritans. Or the Puritans. Puritans. The Puritans. This is a professor of ours from college, everyone. Yeah, sorry. It's, it's, y'all would know He's if you would have been there. He's also our biggest listener, so yeah. let's try He's, not to offend him too much, He actually much, please. pays our salaries, yeah. too, so. Um, yeah, he really yeah. does. Clark, my he last check He inspired me to go to the gym by calling me fat one yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, he did. That what? was really awkward. What? That was really was, awkward. Yeah, oh my god, it was so fucking tangent. Holly, you can cut this, but it was so fucking funny. He was like saying something. I don't remember what he was, but he's like, you're not going to see guys like, you know, me or Thorin at the gym. And I thought it was fucking funny, but everybody else got really offended. <laughs> he like patted his belly when he said it too. <laughs> he was like, guys, like me and Thorin, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> 
he did. I thought it was this man I was crazy. It was fucking though. funny, but he everybody was else so was crazy. like, "Oh my god!" I think I was the only person who laughed. He's so crazy. Oh, dude, I I thought it was so offensive. I was offended for you. I was like, "What the fuck, bro?" Thorin's like, "Bro, do it again." I love that. Um, <laughs> what a great segue. Anyways, Clark. I mean, Marigold, the priest. Um. Yes, we haven't heard from um, from Sly yet, but but there are other things that you can attend to, Bradley. Um, and then uh, and Verna is well aware of this too. There are several, uh, you know, a magical weapon could be of help in the situation, just as any other dragon may require. Um, Yes, yes, no, that's great. What do I need to do, Marigold? I'm sorry for cutting you off. It's just been a a long few days. You've had a long day. I'm I'm understanding. I'm not going to get upset and yell at you, Bradley. Um, Our friends at I don't know if you can see it on my face, but I got the shit beaten out of me. You look pretty bad. So if you just want to tell me where I need to go, who I need to kill, what I need to do. Oh, okay, okay. Um, Our friends at Nomengard. The I believe you you remember those folks, right? <laughs> the gnomes from season one? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, the gnomes from yes. season one. I was just watching that season at home the other day. Um <laughs> I missed you, Bradley, so I just had to see you again. Um but yes, the gnomes from season one. You they're willing to help us again. <laughs> what do I have to do? Um just go and it, see if they have a weapon to help. I'm sure you're getting some fuck shit along the way. Doesn't that isn't that how it always goes? I mean, pretty That's much. That's how yeah. it always goes, Marigold. That's how it always goes. But all right, we we know the way to Nomengard. We can we can get that done. Ah, well, that's a good start. And then hopefully, by the time you return, we will have word from your brother. Okay. That works for me. Okay. Well, Bradley, if it's what what it's worth, I'm happy to see you back in in one piece. Even though you look kind of rough. I'm happy to see you two alive, Marigold. I had a terrible vision. That featured you dead. And I'm glad to see it didn't come to truth just yet. I whispered to Bradley, that might have been an inside thought. (laughs) We didn't need to share that. (laughs) You see like a look of horror flash across Marigold's eyes and he's like, (laughs) he's like, oh, um, is that like for the next season or what season can I expect that death to happen in or um Marigold as long as I'm alive that you will not die I mean even with the right you understand strike, me? it's over now so we might <laughs> I I trust you Bradley I guess let everyone else know that I'm here and I'm alive and if they need anything to come get me yeah but right now I'm going to go get a stiff drink, and I'm going to go get ready to do this mission. 
I like the thought of Marigold just turning around and immediately just yelling in the streets, Bradley's home! Bradley is home! Bradley's home! <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, fuck, how does everyone know I'm here? And he's just like yelling across like every street corner, like, Bradley's back. Bradley's home. Anyways. And Marigold, I... before you walk off, see if you can let me know when the next council meeting will be. I'll, I'll I'll let you know as soon as possible. Thank you. All right. I I think Adverno will put her arm around Bradley and, and they're you know walking towards the bar and she says, "It's kind of exciting. Last time I was in Leylon, you know, there wasn't even a tavern here, so I'm sure that's been helping a lot with your drinking problem." It has, for sure. <laughs> yeah, you gonna. You gonna try and work on that once the whole uh, possessed dragon's been defeated? I don't know, Inverno. I'll be honest with you. Okay. I don't we can see get a you future no for myself past that right now. Yeah. Okay. I can't believe that I'm actually now the positive one. This is crazy. But here we are. My, my how the turntables <laughs> my, turn. My right? how the roles um, have changed. Hey, so uh, who kicked your ass so bad? He was a Goliath. His name was Snowscred. He was a cultist of Talos, and him and I had a similar job in stopping the green dragon, Narbone, from becoming possessed. For Talos wants the Sword Coast for himself and will have nothing of Merkel taking it. And it's mm. not like I had anything against Snowscred. He tried to kill me before, and, and so we drowned him at sea, or so I thought, but apparently he was brought back, but... Okay. I... I could, we could have been friends in another life, you know? But what happened yeah. happened, and now I'm here. Hey, but you beat him, though. He kicked his no, ass. No, I didn't. He... he, he had me at death's door and if it wasn't for the green dragon Narbone to come and gnaw on his bones as her name suggests <laughs> I'd be de a dead man right now oh I owe that dragon my life well, and I'm not entirely certain how she'll come and claim that but hmm well Sounds like you've been missing me being around, getting your ass kicked and stuff. So uh, don't worry, that the, them days are over now. And she she gives Bradley a wink, and Bradley knows that Inverna is putting on a face for him for sure. Bradley just kind of stares at her. Uh, you were walking arm in arm into the bar, and again. I'm going to say Bradley has been not the, like, I'm not very much, Bradley's not very much reciprocating the affection and, and like, the everything that Inverna is, is giving to him. So if they're arm in arm, it's, it's, it's like Inverna hooked arms and Bradley's just, arm is just kind of hanging there. He's, like, loose. Yeah. Okay. You see Allie behind the bar. Ollie? 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 How do you say Ollie? Ollie. 
You see Ollie behind the bar. His eyes light up at the sight of you, there. Bradley. Although... Their <laughs> eyes. Cancel. Cancel, bro. Cancel me. Holy fucking shit. Non-binary card revoked. <laughs> That's right, Raven. Yeah. You're a boy uh, now. Raven, you're now a she-her. Oh, we will. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah no I'm now a she-her. I'm... Uh, only she heard me for the That's rest so of the That's so funny. I went in the opposite direction. I, I was going to turn you into a man. <laughs> <laughs> but that that's too much privilege for you. Well, you are a she, her now. <laughs> no, it is. I don't deserve it. I don't deserve that level of privilege. You're exactly right. Uh, anyway. Um, they Their eyes uh, light up at the sight of you at first, but then they see just how fucked up you look. And there's a, a look of concern behind the excitement. Bradley, are you all right? Um, I see you, you've made it back into town, but wait, he needs a he needs a double. Hey, what would a what would a Scotch? Because Scotch is Scottish whiskey. What would that be called in favor? Yeah, what is it? <laughs> a Foch. No, because we already made dwarves French, so we can't have them be Scottish oh. too. Um, what is it? You could call it a half lane. Oh, that's okay. good. I need a strong half lane, a double, please. Actually, make it a triple. And this is a this is a gay non-binary bartender, and those are the ones that'll fuck you that's up. True. So you see behind the bar. Uh, God, I fucking. I fucking love when I have a gay bartender because they always like. You don't always, remember? Hey, can I get like a? You don't remember yeah. the night. When you yeah. have a gay bartender, you hey, don't. Hey, can I get the a cranberry day. juice? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> There's still vodka in it. No, no. <laughs> can I get it without the vodka? Can I get a vodka cran? Hold the vodka. <laughs> <laughs> You're handed a cranberry juice, and then there's vodka in just another glass. Hand. <laughs> no, and no. You said hold the vodka. It's being oh. held in their hand. Don't put that in that glass, please. <laughs> Bradley's gonna oh. slip that out of their hand. Oh. Nothing like the palm vodka. Jeez. Well, Bradley, I, I it's, feel it's sterile. It's vodka. I, I feel like our relationship is being uh, expanded upon right now. Um, but you said a halfling. You want it strong? I want a triple. Okay. Yes. Double, double, boil, and trouble. Uh, Ali hands you a... You don't even have to lean forward to smell this drink. This drink smells from the moment it it like passes you. You know that it's strong. Um, yeah, I just put, pull that shit back. So, how are, how are things? It's like that skeptical way of asking someone how things are when they are visibly not well i don't know how to answer that for you ollie i'm gonna be real i i've been reacquainted with someone and i i don't know how to feel about it and and i can't see my life past a certain point and i feel like all roads any road that I take is going to lead to my death, and the only thing I want to do, truth be told, is drink. 
to take it away, so I'll forget it, and I, I can have fun again. But... I know that's not gonna change anything. I know, I know that once the night is over, I'm gonna wake up and my head's gonna feel terrible, and I'm probably gonna vomit, and, and then I'm gonna have to go and do this mission where I go see these gnomes, and... And I, I just don't see a point to anything, because it's... I don't know. I guess my answer is I don't know how I'm doing. I, you can interpret that however you want. Am I doing good? Maybe. Am I doing bad? Probably. But I just need alcohol hey, right now. Hey, Ollie, uh, in the past month, how's my, how's my boy here been doing with tough love? Um... I mean, you can use some more of it, probably. I, as Inverna, am going to try and pick Bradley up and pull him away from the bar and, like, plant him on his feet and grab him by the scruff of his collar. Are you resisting this? Oh, I'm absolutely resisting this. All right, this. let's do it. All right. What is it, ac athletics? Do you want to do a post athletics? Yeah, I guess so. Let's, let's do that. Okay. It makes sense to me. 17. Fuck. I got a 15. God damn it. Bradley's like scraping the, the bar with your nails, like trying to. <laughs> nails. Yeah. Uh, she. I don't leave scratch marks. She in the bar. plants him. And this is. I mean, the bar is crowded, right, Raven? Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, I would say so, she yeah. She is going to plant him, not hit him or anything, but just plant him, grab him by the scruff, and say, All right. I tried to tell you, buddy. That you're you're great, and I want this life for you that you see beyond this shit. But right now, you got a fucking job to do. Every one of these people, and she's gonna turn him so that they're they're side by side, and she's gonna point at all these faces, all these people that are now awkwardly just looking at the two of them. They fucking need you, okay? So suck it up for a little bit longer, all right? And then you can drink yourself to death if you want. I know that I fucked up. I know that I was a coward. I know that I ran, okay? But I'm back now. Okay? And as long as I'm here, I'm not going to let you do this shit. Alright? You're Bradley fucking Copper. You've killed dragons. You've laid with beautiful women. You've written amazing songs. You've fought off orcs and zombies and fucking mimics too. And it's time for you to start acting like you need to fucking act. Alright? You're the hero of Leylon. That's what everybody in this bar sees you as. They don't want to see you pissing yourself drunk. Alright? They want to see you fucking buck up and get the job done. Can you do that for them? I've had about four shots by this point. Yeah, that's right? not like drunk, drunk. Especially would, not for yeah. an alcoholic. Yeah, you are not. No. But, Inverna, what's your AC? 19. <laughs> oh, God. 19? Okay, I rolled a 23 to hit. Um, I'm just going to stand there, and you think it gets through to me. But I'm just going to pop punch you in the face and that does five damage automatically and i'm gonna say don't you fucking talk to me about this shit you bitch oh. you left me oh and i had to deal with the consequences you did it not 20 let me have a fucking drink if i wanted god not 20 i'm gonna spear bradley in his stomach and tackle him to the ground you automatically take 10 points of damage spear me um i'm um, guys with a spear, spear? Like a tackle to the midriff. 
Oh, okay. Hey, friends, we we don't condone violence in uh in the bar. She she tackles him to the ground. Um deals that 10 points of damage <clears throat> to him and she says, "You can call me anything you want, but don't call me a bitch." And she is just holding him still by the scruff now and just fucking like pinning him to the ground. Um, <laughs> you rolled a ten to hit me, dog. Um, now I need you. Are we? Are we going? Are turns? Just, Are we going in turns just, here? Are we just doing like do a PvP? Is that what y'all want to to do some PvP? That's not right what now? Luke wanted. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm going to say you think you can just come back here and act like everything's fine. But you left. You left and I went through hell. I'm not saying you didn't, but I did. And you, you can't, I can't ignore that. Everything's not fine, Inverna. Uh, she'll let go of him. Step off of him. If you wanted to do this bullshit, you should have done it back at the wayside inn. All right? But you got to have sex with your pretty little girlfriend. You got to get me to drive you back here on your horse. Now you're here. Now you're going to try and make an ass of me in front of all these people. Fuck you. And Verna's going to walk out of the bar. Fine. Leave again. It's what you I'm do best. I'm still here, you fucking dipshit. I'm just waiting outside. And she, she, that pissed her off. She's going to pick up a mug of someone's <laughs> ale and throw it at him. That's a 14 to hit. That oh, misses. fucking clatters to the ground. <laughs> you hear a loud thunk and it hits someone in the back of the head behind Bradley. You hear a, <laughs> you hear a, you hear a hey. Fuck you, guy. What was that about? You're fine. <laughs> um... Ollie comes out from around the back of the bar with a mop and a broom to clean up the mess from from Inverna. And is shaking their head and, and mumbling under their breath. Bradley, Ollie, I, am I allowed to have another drink or am I cut off tonight? I think I need to cut you off, Bradley. Inverna's, All right. I'm going to go back. I'm going to go upstairs to my room. Your friend? She just cares about you. It's going to be a minute before I can accept that again. And it's nothing against her. It really isn't. But I just... I just can't. Not right now. I can't say that I understand, but... Do what you need. Then they get to mopping and to sweeping. And cleaning up the mess. Bradley, you head upstairs. Um, in in a in an utter disarray. Uh, drunk, not to a serious serious level. Um, because I think I, I think I'm pretty buzzed. You're pretty buzzed, but you're not like blackout. 
You're not forgetting yeah. anything. You you're aware no. you're aware of what you're doing. You're you know th- what your actions are, what you've done, how the the conversation that just went down with Inverna, you know that she's waiting for you outside. And you uh you stand in your room for a while and think about the things that you've said and think about what Inverna has left you with. So you stand there, you know what you've said to Inverna, you know how she felt. You could see the feelings in her eyes. And I assume that it's probably, you probably arrived to Leilon later that, in that afternoon, evening. And it's probably quite late at night now. So it's not that outside of the norm for you to go to sleep. Bradley, you walk upstairs after your argument with Inverna. And while you have been drinking, you know the things that you said to her. You saw how she felt and the feelings that went through her eyes and her face and the emotions that you unleashed upon her in your state of rage. And all you can do is just stand alone in your bedroom. Modular is Thorin George as Bradley Copper, Luke Job as Inverna Nightbreeze, and Raven Walker as our DM. The story that you heard today, as well as 99% of the characters, were created by Wizards of the Coast and can be found in the module Divine Contention. Holly Lyons is our fantastic editor. Raven Walker does our brand new cover art. Our music today was written and performed by Max Hedman. You can find Max's music anywhere you listen to music. You can follow us on Twitter at ModThePod. Join our private Facebook group at the Modular Podcast Fan Club. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at The Modular Podcast and subscribe to our YouTube at The Modular Podcast. You can also email us with any questions about the show to modularthepodcast at gmail.com. Here's a quick shout out to JGL Springer, Grim Ginger, and G-Man Murray. They all follow us on Instagram. And if you want a shout out, maybe you should follow us there too. We are really thankful for anyone that leaves a like, comment, or engages with our posts, or even goes so far to leave us reviews. All of it is appreciated by us here at Modular. New episodes come out every Tuesday. And until then, thank you for listening to Modular and have a fantastic day. Uh